Hello and welcome to episode three of Capes and Junk. I am one of your intrepid hosts, John Lucero, and joining me as always is my co-host, Michael Hughes. Michael Hughes, say hello to the people. Hello to the people. I'm bringing the egg in today, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, we are cooking. All right. What are we talking about this week? This, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, this week. Yeah, yeah this, <laughs> this week, Michael. Episode three, we still don't know what we're doing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Green Lantern Rebirth from the great year of 2004. Yes, uh, a banger year. Probably. Actually, yes, it was. We got, we got uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, Resident oh, Evil 4, San Andreas, uh, you know, just a, a Halo 2. It's I'm just naming video games, not really naming comics, because as as people are aware at this point, we are very new to this. <laughs> so I know video games. Yeah, I think Spider Man Two, the movie, came out in two thousand four. Sounds right. Yeah, so that's uh may, maybe X. No, X two is O three, I think. Um, but yeah, that's it's a good. It's a, o four is a yes, it does. O four is a great year, and we are reading a great comic arc. Uh, in in honor of 2004, uh, Green Lantern Rebirth, it was published between two, from December 2004 until July 2005. A six a six issue arc written by Jeff Johns, former president and CCO, I believe, chief creative officer. I want to say of DC, um, in from 2010 till 2018. Who had prior to this had written some uh, a few separate things. Most famous for the Flash. Uh, with which uh, was pretty, I believe, pretty popular, and so yeah, he's so he's been a pretty big deal in DC for a while now. He uh, is also responsible for a lot of the um, movies that have come out. So you know, take that as you will, including Green Lantern. Uh, yes, including Green Lantern, <laughs> the movie, which uh, well, I'll, maybe I might mention it. That kind of killed uh, the amazing momentum that this. It started with this comic we're about to talk about uh, for the character. I mean, we we have to cover that. Yeah, someday, we do. Right? I've never seen it. I have never. I, oh, I've really? never seen it. I have considered it. I and, saw that in theaters. Yeah, I probably at this point in my life, I probably would have. Um, I was, uh, it when I was like a teenage. I was probably was a teenager when it came out, so it wasn't like I could just go see whatever movie I wanted all the time. So I, yeah, I had right. to really be a little more selective with with my money. Um, so, and I wasn't a big comic as, as people know. Again, we are we weren't. I was not a comic reader at that point in my life either. So, yeah, and I didn't even really know who Hal Jordan was. So, uh, well, we're gonna find yeah, out that was for good reason. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, Jeff Johns, big deal in DC for a long time. Uh, is penciled, which uh, if you're not if you're also new to comics, penciling is literally the penciling of the art. It's the drawing of the art by Ethan Van Skyver, Skyver or Skyver, not entirely sure. And I'm gonna get this out of the way right here. Uh, he does a great. The art is fantastic in this whole and throughout this oh, run. Yeah. Um, he's been he's a big part of a lot of a lot of it. He's also a humongous piece of shit. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, he's incredibly uh, uh, right wing conservative and bigoted, and um, is very vocal about it. Has a had a whole YouTube channel dedicated to that stuff. Um, right. Yeah. So that's that's like, a, a bit of a dark cloud Ever, over this whole thing everyone's free to their opinions just like yeah. don't force them on other people people yeah like just just leave it yeah it's uh he, so there's that about um this run of comics uh and then it's colored by moose bauman bauman 
and uh, the coloring is just spectacular in uh, in this run as well. It's super. This I will say the it just this whole like comic run just feel it just looks expensive. You know, like it looks like a big deal the entire time you're reading it. Like it's there's um, a real like you can feel the push behind behind it, and um, yeah. So yeah. So what? I feel like to talk about Green Lantern Rebirth, Michael, we really have to. There's really a lot of backstory that leads into talking about. about yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm not privy to a lot of this, so I need you to to fill in the blanks yeah. leading up to. Yeah. So I feel like a majority of this podcast might just be this, but we'll see. <laughs> it's because uh, <laughs> it's it's okay. So the how how Jordan was the Green Lantern for a very long time. Um, he was initially the Silver Age Green Lantern, which is I want to say Silver Age is 70s 80s period. Um, so yeah, he was. He was essentially the only Green Lantern for a while, and DC wanted. So it was a, uh, it was Alan Alan Scott right, during, the during the Bronze Age, Golden Age, Golden Age. Is that the yeah, oldest one, then, Golden Age? Yeah, um, I think so. And then Guy Guy Gardner after that. Yes, Guy Gardner um, is, uh, and he was he was in the Justice League for a bit, and uh, so yes, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not entirely privy on that history fully, so I'm not going to get get too far into it, into it. Yes, but yes, Guy Gardner was also uh, active at this point in time, um, and he, Guy Gardner also is part alien, which leads into why he he still sticks around after um, the events of Emerald Twilight, which I'll talk about in a second here, uh, when all the Green Lantern stuff goes kablooey. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, Hal Jordan is the main Green Lantern for a very long time, and DC wanted to change that. They wanted to make Kyle Rayner their new, the new face of the of the of the of Green Lantern, the new main Green Lantern. And uh, Kyle Rayner is a really is a really good character. I do like Kyle Rayner. Um, he is, and he's a lot of people's favorite Green Lantern, depending on your age, really. And um, yeah, which I think is kind of a lot of things. Comic books is like when it comes to like different people playing uh, a superhero. Like it kind of depends on uh, which one you grew up with in a lot of ways. Which one you prefer? I think I was, yeah. yeah, that's the same for a lot of medium. Yeah. Like, whatever your first thing was is typically going to be your favorite. My wife's favorite Final Fantasy is eight, but I don't hold that against her because it was her first one. Uh, I think that is the most. De- is that the most divisive one? Would you say is eight? Uh, it's pretty up there. I was going to say thirteen, but I think that, that was one the, leans mostly into the negative. Yeah, that was that was thirteen was the other one that came to mind, but I think eight has the most like I feel like even people that like thirteen don't love it as much people that like eight love eight. Yeah. So um I, having, yeah. having the enemy scale with you in an RPG is just bizarre. Yeah, I've never liked that. Uh I do want to play I do really want to give eight a shot though. I will someday. I do yeah, too. Some, I I will. I need to do it with my wife's supervision yes. though. Yes. Uh anyway, Green Lantern. <laughs> so it's uh, <laughs> so yeah, so they want a Kyle Rayner to be the new Green Lantern. So to do that, they decided let's turn Hal Jordan into a villainous monster. So and uh that'll go well. And they had yeah. and so Cyborg Superman, and that's a whole other can of worms. Um, it's uh <laughs> destroy blow, blows up Coast City, which is where Hal Jordan is from. And uh, he that doesn't how how does not take that well. And honestly, who could blame him? Yeah, <laughs> it's if ever, everything you knew, everything you knew and loved from your from your past is uh, in, in current life instantly vaporized. It, it'll uh, it'll be hard on you. Uh, so how Jordan goes, loses his mind uh, and goes on a rampage as he becomes parallax. 
and um, which initially was just uh, Evil Hal Jordan. That was all there was to it. There was no uh, backstory behind that name per se. There was like he he referred to himself as Parallax, uh, which comes into play in a bit here when we talked about the about Rebirth. And he he kills multiple lanterns, um, all the guardians except for one, which is Gantit, and uh, even even kills Sinestro before destroying the power battery. And essentially wiping out the Green Lantern Corps, and that pretty much stays, and that stays canon more or less for the, the entire period that we're going to be talking about. Uh, and then in uh, Zero Hour Crisis in Time, which was I, I think the first Crisis event after Crisis Infinite Earth. Um, so Crisis is DC's usually the, DC's biggest events have the word Crisis in them somewhere. And uh, this is when he attempted to, and this was in '94, uh, same year as as uh, the Emerald Twilight period. Uh, also, it's the year I was born, everyone, just to give you the time capsule there. Uh, so I am as old as Evil Hal Jordan. In the Crisis of the Time, he attempted to rewrite all of existence. And that's I think that's when, and this is when he officially refers to himself as Parallax. Um, so, Michael, how do you think this went over with the fans? Uh, well, probably not well. <laughs> because, well, you can't please anyone anymore. Because if you leave everything the same, people complain that it's boring. And then if you change things, people complain that it's different. So, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take the the coin flip and say people didn't <laughs> like it. They did not. Fans were outraged at Hal's dark turn, and I can understand. Uh, I obviously, uh, I am fully for you know doing uh, you know art. If you want to tell whatever story you want to tell, uh, you know that. But they but they do. It is a pretty extreme shift. Or Hal Jordan as a mass murderer. I was talking to a coworker the other day about this arc, and he made the argument that villains turn hero all the time. So why can't the opposite be true? But like, people like their heroes. People want their heroes to be someone they can look up to, and to see them go from hero to villain is a it's it's a big change. Yeah, like it, like seeing a hero falter is one thing, but seeing them literally like completely go against their entire stance prior is you know, that's. It's it's harsh. Uh, and so DC, in response, tried to uh, tried multiple attempts at repairing Hal Jordan's image um, to varying success. Uh, in 1996, they pushed they published Final Night, where he where Hal Jordan uh, sacrificed. Well, in Final Night, the sun gets destroyed by Sun Eater. And uh, so in order to save the world from uh, environmental disaster, Hal Jordan sacrifices, sacrifices himself to reignite the sun. Where he's where he um, where his body would remain uh, until uh, Green, Green Lantern Rebirth. Well, that explains that. <laughs> and then in nine. Yeah, that's this is a lot of there's a lot of things in Rebirth that you need backstory to fully grasp. And they it really We'll we'll talk about that, but yes, it really there is there is a lot of lore that does not get thrown away when it comes to Reapers. <laughs> it's does not it's not a reset uh, in the in the way traditionally things are reset. So, and then in Day of Judgment in ninety in ninety nine, uh, he became the host of the Spectre, the new host for the Spectre. The Spectre is a uh, a vengeance spirit uh, from of God that takes over that host takes host in. Bodies of those that have been wronged and want to uh, deal out vengeance. Uh, so, and the Spectre is definitely an anti-hero. He's not. He's not a. In no way is he generally portrayed as a good character. He uh, doles out harsh justice. Yeah. The the ends justifies the means yes. or whatever. Yes. And so this is basically, and that's 
and that's this is the status quo at this point. Uh, Kyle Rayner is the main Green Lantern. John Stewart is also very prominent at this point in uh, Justice League. Uh, and for me, um, John Stewart was Green Lantern as a kid because he was. That's when when I was growing up. Justice League Unlimited and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited were on, and he was Green Lantern. So uh, he, yeah. So I do have a soft spot in my in, yeah. in my heart for John Stewart as Green Lantern. Uh, I do think he's a little bland at times. Yeah, he's that no nonsense marine. Not very much fun. It's kind of funny though because I didn't know about all this with Hal being basically blacklisted for almost an entire yeah. decade. So that explains why we got John in that, and then the one Superman animated series episode with Green Lantern. It was Kyle. Yeah, and I I didn't know how Jordan was. Yeah, right. I think so, Kyle was yeah. probably the first one I saw too. Yeah. So yeah. So for ten, for basically a decade, how Jordan was. Uh, a background character, um, a, a a dirty a dirty secret of DC. I guess. Yeah, right. yeah, so now you can't get away from because every, every Green Lantern thing ever since this thing I think has starred Hal Jordan. Yes, and for good reason. For good reason. <laughs> uh, so in 2004, DC made the decision to come to return to Hal Jordan as the main Green Lantern, uh, following his appearance in the uh, p- quite popular DC The New Frontier series, uh, which is kind of a, uh, a retelling of the origins of the Justice League uh, in more of a like a uh, Golden Age esque DC format, and uh, where they fight a sentient island full of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It's a pretty good movie. It's good. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. I really wish they had made the art similar to the uh, comic art and like they do in the for the for the cover, but that's neither here nor there. It's still pretty good. So in our previous episode, we talked about Blue Beetle and how many stops and starts he had, and so this this, this ties into what I want to say here. So after this new frontier comes out, DC decided let's let's do, let's get Hal back. And it, uh, full force. They and they canceled the current monthly series that was ongoing. And I'm like, man, comic books are fickle because <laughs> <laughs> this stuff gets, gets gets canceled left and right. You know, I feel like and just like we said in Blue Beetle. So anyway, they canceled the month like ongoing series, and Jeff Johns was assigned to write Rebirth, coming off a successful run with The Flash. And that's and that's where we and that's and now we can talk about rebirth proper, Michael. <laughs> so it's, all caught up. Yeah, we are all officially caught up. Okay, so rebirth. What did you think? Where as a as a as someone coming to this fresh with none of this information I just gave you, what did you think? The first issue, like you said, it kind of expects you to know a lot of this stuff you just described and it doesn't hold your hand at all. So I had many questions in the first issue and then it kind of like evened out as it went. Mm-hmm. But a uh, series as a whole is quite good. Like you said earlier, the art is fantastic. Yes. Like everything, every, every panel that Parallax in is terrifying. There are some really, truly horrific depictions of Parallax as a whole, and then it taking over other characters and giving them, like, entirely too big jaws with too many teeth and uh, <laughs> yes. nightmare fuel. Yes. It, it, para- yeah. Every, every time that happens, it's like, what the f- Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, with Rebirth, they, they, they took the name very seriously. And they, they wanted to not just bring Hal Jordan back to life. They wanted to rejuvenate uh, Green Lantern as a whole, as a, as a property, because it had been languishing. 
so and the way but the way Jeff Johns tackled it, I think is is awesome. He because he he took these concept he took prior concepts and gave uh, meaning to it. He gave more lore to the lore. <laughs> you know, he gave more meaning to the to this uh, to the weirder aspects of Green Lantern to go yeah. along with the fact he brought back Hal Jordan. So you, is, Parallax is the biggest new addition in this in this arc specifically. And previously, like I said, he Hal Jordan is just Parallax and just refers himself as that. But now Jeff Johns retconned it, which is uh, again a running theme in this throughout this whole thing, into Parallax being a fear parasite, the, the the embodiment of fear, a parasite uh, that takes over uh, takes over hosts uh, by uh dipping into their greatest fears so in this and parallax happens to be yellow <laughs> which which the green lanterns have been weak to weak against for their in, for the entirety of their existence which has always been incredibly stupid yep <laughs> right yeah like before, prior to this like how it's really hard to get behind a character that's weak against a color you know uh-huh. it's uh, just for the without any reasoning behind it it's just they don't they're not good with yellow yeah <laughs> so and then, then the golden age yeah. green lantern was weak to wood yes yeah <laughs> they really yeah. nailed the weaknesses yes superman so, Irradiated pieces of his home world. Yeah. And then Green Lantern. Yeah. (laughs) Green Lantern's a color. Yes, exactly. And so by by taking that concept and not getting rid of it, but giving it more meaning, uh, they actually did create it actually created one of the better aspects of Green Lantern now, which was the the color concepts. eh, That's kind of a a um, divisive uh, stance at this point whether you like the color the multiple lanterns which which i haven't mentioned but the colors become multiple different lantern cores uh it's kind of more the fact that after this run the the multicolored stuff doesn't hasn't really gotten anything good out of it since this run yeah lego batman 3 dropped the ball on it yeah yeah so but yes at this point in time it was awesome you know it's fear it's like great making and making this concept uh, more tangible was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's probably the most successful part of this whole arc. Uh, and so, so like, which they they only mentioned that once. It's just one panel in in issue three where Hal's talking about the emotional spectrum. Yes. Yes. And I got real excited and screenshotted that and sent it to you. I don't remember what my introduction was to the spectrum, but I'm definitely on board with it. Like, I'm all about that shit. Yes, so just to I, see it mentioned offhand in this, I was very excited. Yes, it's uh, I mean, as a as a Power Rangers fan, I just love you know multicolored things. You know, as a Sentai, as a fan of the Sentai uh, stuff, you know, it's a yeah, right, yeah. So that's that's just that's just good stuff. Um, so Michael, what did you think of how they brought back Hal Jordan? Do you think it was um properly uh properly exciting? Did it feel big? When it happened, like I still had questions going through because they're talking about Hal's body and this yeah. coffin that Kyle brings back yes. with the sun. But then yeah. Hal's still walking around as the specter. I'm like, yeah. what, what the? What is happening? Why are there two Hal's? Yeah, so that, that's that's definitely the weakest 
the weakest aspect of it is that they just well not the weakest it's just the most challenging aspect of it is that they throw you into they throw you into this into this can- mid like mid story basically uh with a with a decades worth of backstory and uh for a lot of people this was their this was their reintroduction to the character cuz uh, like i said its popularity waned uh significantly uh, during that decade so it, it and, and i think that makes it even more crazy how successful this this um this six issue run was and um and the fact that even with all of that com- complexity in the background, people were still like, "I want to read more of this because they want because it was inter- like it was like interesting compl- complexity." You know, there was like it's like oh, okay, so what happened? I'm not like uh, whatever. <laughs> it's uh, so yeah. So um, I do. I there is a, another weird aspect is his is the way Batman acts in this uh, in this throughout this arc. Um, he's kind of just dick, uh, like dick mode Batman the whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, you know, I get it. Hal Jordan murdered a lot of people, murdered a lot of people. Yeah. But, um, even when he comes back as a clearly it's a little different now, he's not, he's still, he's still an asshole, but that was a little weird. Yeah. Well, uh, how yeah. takes him down to one punch there in the last issue. He so. does. He just decks him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we finally get Hal Jordan back. We also get Sinestro back. And uh, who it turns out he uh, tricked Hal Jordan into thinking he had been murdered, a classic comic book maneuver. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, and he uh, is working alongside Parallax when he was trapped because uh, prior to Emerald Twilight, we talked about earlier, Sinestro had been put into the power battery, imprisoned there after Hal Jordan turned him in. And and Jeff Johns created the kind the idea that Sinestro was in there with Parallax, who the Guardians had captured inside of the power battery, creating their weakness to fear. Um, and they cons- uh, conspired together for this very plot to take over to uh, get Hal Jordan. And Sinestro escapes, and he has started. He has his own power ring now of a different color. It is now yellow. And so yeah, Sinestro is now out. And he gets away after a really cool fight between uh, him, Green Lantern, uh, Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner, and Hal Jordan and Green Arrow. Yeah, and yeah, the the moment when Green Arrow shoots the trick air, the trick uh, arrow at him is really good. Yeah, like uh, Oliver puts on Hal's old ring, and uh, of course Sinestro's talking all this shit, and then you see the Green Lantern symbol in Oliver's eyes, and all he can manage manages to shoot one arrow at him yes but it's still such a cool moment yeah and then and we ask kyle afterwards like is that how tough it is every time you guys do stuff we do you <laughs> use the ring it's like every time and every it is it, it adds a lot of it adds even more like um it, make, it makes the green lanterns more impressive just like when that little that little exchange right there is like oh okay mm-hmm. the will thing the willpower with green is willpower is uh so yeah uh, right, even right there, you've added a whole new layer to the to the idea about what makes a Green Lantern a Green Lantern. So, so yeah, and that Sinestro escapes in a really cool way. He like fades, he like disintegrate, fades away as he goes back to the antimatter zone. I think is what it's called. <laughs> the sure, yeah, and yeah. So once and how Jordan has been as as resurrected, he. Uh, he fights he fights off parallax and and separates from the specter in a really cool scene of, of tearing skin off in multiple like fights yeah yeah there's like, yeah m- remember yeah. what i said earlier about gruesome panels yeah, yeah that's one of them yeah he like 
at one point parallax tears off his how jordan suit essentially becomes green and to look like uh evil evil parallax green lantern and then but how jordan fights back and they separate and revealing parallax is a giant space demon dragon snake thing space worm space worm uh and all of the and the green lanterns uh get they re they re reconvene to take on parallax they say they say the uh, oh yeah they each take a turn a line from the oath the, one of my favorite one of my favorite things that run bits in the entire run is just i love it every time i feel like i think they go back as well a few times and i love it every time i'm, I'm the sucker for it every time mm-hmm. as they slowly build towards the uh um green lantern's light uh green lantern's might uh, at the end mm-hmm. uh and then blast something love it every time um, I'm always a sucker. I also like earlier how Oliver couldn't remember it when yes. he was trying to <laughs> charge the. <laughs> yeah, it still worked. It still worked. You don't have to say the. You don't really have to say the oath. Oh. It's just a. Uh, also, a fun fact is that all the different lanterns have their own oath, which I think is funny. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, they all have their own 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 oath based around their uh, emotion. Yeah. Oh yeah, each each yeah. color. Has yeah, sorry, okay. sorry, that's what I meant. Yes, each color has its own oath. All right, so I got a question for going further because I want to touch more on this scene what is with guy what what is his deal in uh the first issue you see him with like these red lines all over his body you said he's part alien he's part 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 bulgarian i want to say he's the yeah he's he's uh like a, a hybrid an alien hybrid uh so he has like natural strength and stuff and uh i think his dna gets messed with and that's why he starts his body starts freaking out um but that whole part has always been is still a little confusing for me so because i don't i don't know enough about guy gardner i haven't read ever really read, read much about guy gardner right um beyond like some basics but uh over, over the course of this run i guess it's sinestro who's been basically whispering in everyone's ears through the rings yes so he turns guy back into a green lantern gives him his ring back and then takes control of him he makes john shoot crap at batman and yes and yeah got yeah, yeah it's john, uh, Ste- john stewart brutal. and guy gardner yeah they're they're both evil for a bit uh which show off kind of to uh show that it's not just how jordan is susceptible to it but kyle rayner is not um because right. he he uh they actually he uh jeff johns uses a bit that was added during kyle when kyle rayner became a green lantern um he was kind of chosen at random uh, because Ganthet needed something, needed a Green Lantern. Uh, so he's like, "You'll have to do." Basically, is what he says. Uh, and Kyle's <laughs> unique thing is that he has felt fear and over. He he has already overcome great fear. The other Lanterns don't. They they go by the mantra of they don't they don't feel fear. How you beat you know, but uh, Kyle has and he overcame it, and that's why he is able to um, overcome the the yellow the yellow Lantern ring stuff. Uh, initially yeah it makes sense yeah so uh, a nice little cool bit about kyle who, who also has the best uh green lantern uniform in my opinion uh, yeah this thing's pretty slick yeah also kilowog is here he uh yes, my boy he's just kind of here yeah, yeah he, he shows up uh chasing out he's been he has also been corrupted um and he right. shows up chasing after kyle rayner to prevent him from resurrecting Kyle jordan and yeah. uh yeah then eventually he comes back and uh i do love the bit where they kind of like are describing the different the different the different yes. ways their wills are are represented by their rings yeah um, that, i, I yeah. said i want to get back to this yeah. scene that's exactly yeah. what i wanted to talk about because yeah, you, you go ahead go ahead please talk about how john has 
basically given up the ring and he since leaned more into being an architect, you know, with his, uh, his normal civilian life. So yeah. when he uses his will to construct things, you can see the rivets and the bolts and stuff connecting everything because that's the way his mind works. Kyle is an artist, so he's always like drawing it, his constructs, and then kind of reevaluating them and starting just kind of making little modifications as they as they were created. It's just a really cool touch. I love this whole scene. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, and then uh, I love the little bit about Kilowogs is like the loud is like the only one you can hear because of how mm-hmm. like, how, so how much like force is behind. There's pure force of will is in, is it, uh, inside of it. So it sounds like a cannon. Yeah, that's yeah. This all that is all that is great. It just like I I do love that they allow because there's so many lanterns. Once and it will we will it'll it, that'll happen eventually. Um, but the, giving them all like a uniqueness uh, as for like the the better ones is uh, mm-hmm. is always been fun. Oh, also so, uh, something I picked up on over the course of the run is you see these little. Green, you know, the, the, the thought boxes that you see in comics. But throughout the first five issues, they're all kind of broken around the edges and, like, discolored almost. Mm-hmm. And it's not until Hal gets his ring back and becomes whole again that they become solidified. Like, he, he's finally back in yes. one piece. Yeah, you. Uh, I saw you mention that... Um... I don't remember if that was just to me or it, it, I yes you mentioned this and it's a really I don't I don't think I ever really like caught that per se or really or like thought about it um in the way you did and uh, yeah it's a really 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 nice touch uh because because essentially how Jordan is three different personalities uh mm-hmm. for for the major for the for the large part of this run uh probably until issue I think issue 4 when he finally at the end of issue four, when he finally gets comes back, and uh, it might even be five. I feel like it's like eh, it's four or five because yeah. if it's Sinestro yeah. and then Parallax. Um, so yeah, and then so yeah, they they beat they fight back Parallax. They re uh, do they re trap him in the battery? Is that what happens? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They basically use the ring's energy to yes. Create a wormhole to warp him back into the battery on Oa. Oh, sorry. Also, the Guardians have come back, and Parallax uh, infected is a Gantit. He inf- he infects, I believe, Gantit. Yeah, yeah, Gantit. Yeah. Um, and there's a giant Parallax Guardian uh, monster hybrid thing that they that, that's what that's, yep. the, that's what they're mainly fighting as they're shredding it to pieces with their rings. So it's terrifying. Yeah, and yeah, so they separate them and they re they re imprison Parallax and. Um, so yeah, that's essentially rebirth as a as as a run. Uh, in the aftermath of rebirth, uh, the core the core returns, and as well as the guardians of the universe, who I believe had not been seen other than Ganthet since uh, Emerald Twilight. Uh, the a new the the core can now conquer yellow by overcoming fear. So yellow was no longer just a straight up like you can't do anything with it weakness. It had a it had an answer, and like I mentioned like I had mentioned previously. And uh, Green Lantern Recharge f- follows this, where uh, Kyle Rayner, Kilowog, and Guy Gardner, I think, uh, recruit are re- recruiting seventy two hundred new Green Lanterns to the cause. Jeez. And uh, and yeah, this run <clears throat> would last from two thousand and five ju- uh, when it started to, in two thousand and five uh, July until uh, twenty thirteen. Uh, into the it lasted into the new fifty two. Damn. And, yeah. Uh, it, 
it it kind of ends in 2011 and but officially 13 officially in the new 52 uh and it re- kind of it redefined green lantern it redefined uh the mythos around green lantern and the lantern core it was one of the most successful comic runs uh in DC's history it is it got, green lantern became so popular he was starting to become he started to be started to be considered the because uh DC always had the tr- the trio of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But at this point, at this time, he, uh, he essentially sur- surpassed Wonder Woman in popularity and became the third, the, the third most third character in the trio. Damn. So, yeah, it was a. It, it was a when it is probably up there with like in terms of just like straight runs that define characters that it's up there in terms of just like success. It is like the definitive Green Lantern run for a lot of people. There is not if you ask anyone if you really ask anyone what if I want to read Green Lantern, what should I read? It's generally they're going to tell you to read this. Yeah. So read, read Rebirth yeah, with the yeah. Cliffs Notes so you yeah, can just, catch up. <laughs> yes. And you'll be just fine. Yeah, it's uh it was when I when I really got into my comic stuff. It's the, one of the first things I did, first things I dug into, and I love it. I love it so mm-hmm. much. And we we will so we Green Lantern will return. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, we will. This I feel like this is probably going to end up being our first um, basically ongoing ongoing arc we're going to cover throughout throughout our not not we're not doing back to back episodes and whatnot we will take mm-hmm. there'll be breaks in between but it'll be the first run i think we'll be coming back to and digging into further uh, i do uh if, if anyone if you're if you've read this before and you're curious i think the next thing we're going to do is sinestro the sinestro core war uh which for a lot of people is the high point of the of the run it's between that and blackest night uh for for people and yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, because yes, this leads a, up to Blackest Night eventually, which is it is. Well, yeah, we will. I think we're the goal is to get the Blackest Night, and then we'll see if we want to. Uh, Brightest Day and War of the Lantern, Green Lanterns. After that is okay. Uh, it, it definitely uh, it doesn't. There's no nothing higher than the, the Core War and Blackest Night. So those are like the two. Those are like two essential things. Uh, as far as the in between stuff, uh, it's. I do really like the lead up to Sinestro Core War, and there's also the fun part is a lot of it is being t is being built already. Like obviously Sinestro stuff is obvious, but even the Blackest Night stuff is already started. Is there's already stuff leading into that that's um that's in this Rebirth stuff, which is really fun. And re- when you go back going back to read it, it's just like you could tell Johns had this uh had a the, this map this series mapped out pretty well from the start for what he wanted to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll definitely. So as far as like the in between the core the Sinestro stuff, uh, I don't know if we'll cover it in a proper episode fashion or not. I don't either. There's some really good stuff in there, and some it's really really good. I just don't know if there's any stuff that's like episode worthy per se. And I know Michael intends on reading it, so maybe he can get back to me, and maybe we will cover something in there that he really likes. Um, at the very least, I figure we'll just do another catch up, kind of like we did for this one leading up to Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, so then we'll do the core war, and then after that, it's kind of, I think it's called the War of Light is officially what it's called when the Spectrum stuff comes into play, pr- leading up to Blackest Night. We might cover that in a more individual episode format, or maybe combine some of them into the episodes, uh, because as they cover the Red Lanterns, the Orange Lanterns, the Blue Lanterns, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so. I know Guy Gardner eventually becomes a Red Lantern. 
Yeah, there's a few, uh, there's a few, a few famous lanterns that become red lanterns, um, and it's only, but there's only one orange lantern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, then we'll do Blackest Night, and then that probably will mark the end. We'll see. There is uh, it, uh, that is not the end of his run of this run, but uh, it is, it is yeah. kind of like. The cli- it is essentially the climax of it all. Yeah, it won't be for um, a while. We got plenty yeah. of time to. Yeah, that'll figure that. That'll out. be uh, as it, listeners. That'll definitely that'll be sometime next year at the mid next year, probably at the earliest when we would get to that. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of uh, that's that's Green Lantern Rebirth, Michael. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean uh, it was good enough that I wanted to keep reading it. So that that's uh, pretty telling. I mean, it was good enough that I started rereading stuff and that was uh, rereading it again. I'm like, I just want to read more Green Lantern. So I did. <laughs> and, uh, I'm uh, rereading the War of Light stuff right now. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm in the Red Lan- I'm in the Red Lantern stuff. Uh, it's real fun. And uh, I have not I did not. I kind of skipped past the core war because I kind of wanted to save that reread for the next one we do. Uh, right. it's, but that's a massive event and uh, uh, war, award winning event. Ooh. Yeah, it's uh, it's real good. <laughs> it's real, real good. So yeah, that's uh, we will. We, like I said, Green Lantern will return, and we will dig in further. Uh, I will say that to me, Hal Jordan is is Green Lantern at this point. After reading everything, like he is, <laughs> like yeah. So he uh, he's my favorite Green Lantern, and uh, it can be kind of boring to some, but I think anyone that's read this gets it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess close it out. We'll close it out here, Michael. Oh my God, Michael! I know. I was gonna bring it up. I figure we have to cut it and like put it into. You're gonna have to cut it and edit it into the beginning of the episode. We're gonna act like it. No, never no, we're <laughs> nope, no. We got to do this. We're doing it live. We did not give ourselves superhero names. I realized and... 20 minutes in, like shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what have we done? I even have. We even each have it pulled up, ready to go to mm-hmm. it. <laughs> So, so who have we been this whole time, Michael? <laughs> this is what happens when we only record once a month. Yeah, yeah it's uh, we we do these in bulk. Yeah. It's only uh, the second time, so we're we're still we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Would you like me to go first? Go for it. <laughs> I am calamity, or I was calamity dragonfly this whole time, and you did not even know that I've been a superhero this whole time. So what is <laughs> calamity dragonfly? Well, I have all the abilities of a dragonfly, and also I cause a ruckus. I just am like, I am basically like, if I cross your path, I'm like a black cat, you know? Like I just create bad luck wherever I go. I'm like a, I'm a, it's I have. I'm kind of like a hard to deal with hero in the way that like, you know, rogue is where my power is very, it's very negative, you know, so (laughs) I have to work very hard to make it heroic, you know, I I choose to believe that you're like the butterfly effect that when you flap your wings, like in 20 years, something bad's going to happen to to someone across the world. (laughs) My power my power. That's better. My power is I affect people 20 years in the future negatively. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) Michael, who are you? I am the Cerulean Scout. Oh, I, I, wow. I, I guess I'm a Blue Lantern. So uh, you yeah, don't even get to know what I do and, <laughs> and what I can do until we cover that. Yeah, you're basically Saint Walker, which I'm sure you understand. Uh, I do actually. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, or you're a, like a 
a gym leader or like a person in a gym in Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cerulean <laughs> City. Yeah. Yeah. The... I just sound like Knock off Mega Man. I'm not the blue bomber. I'm the Cerulean Scout. Cerulean. Cerulean Scout. Fear I do him. like the uh, the alliteration to it though. Yeah, it's it sounds good. I like I just like the word Cerulean. You know, yeah, it's, it's a good, pretty good. It's a good word. All right, now that we've definitely nailed this episode. <laughs> nailed it. Hundred yeah. percent. Sorry, it was just you know we really wanted to talk about Green Lantern. It was uh, I was I was excited to hear Michael talk about something I love, you know. So and uh, <laughs> he, he seemed enthused about it. Uh, from I, I was lady, lady I tried. In. So yeah. So, but what are we talking about next next time, Michael? We are going to do a character spotlight on Elsa Bloodstone from Marvel. Yes, um, I'm very intrigued about this as someone who's been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> so, for the first time. I'm very much looking forward to hearing about uh, Elsa Summers, I mean Bloodstone, <laughs> and, what, <laughs> and what, she's, uh, what she's been up to. So yeah, uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks with some uh, Elsa Bloodstone. Uh, until then, later. Bye.